Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a heart of sin. You can't bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air tonight. <laughs> Heat wave here. 
That's crazy. I saw that temperature, 94 fucking degrees up there in Indiana. Yeah, but the heat in Colorado. The heat in it's okay now. It's legal in Michigan. I'm right on the Michigan border, so I can smoke weed to my heart's content. Great. I have to see it. Just let me know. Uh, it, with the heat index, it's 107 degrees here today. That is insanity. Is, is that common, or is this global warming just uh, coming to a peak? This is global warming. This is definitely global warming, for sure. There's no denying it now. It's 107. Again, global warming. And wasn't the winter, like, extremely fucking harsh, too? So the whole climate's all fucked. <laughs> it was, the deal was the, the winter extremely cold, but it was not extremely snowy. Right? Like, mm-hmm. it would be, like, cold snaps. But this year, I bet we got less than a foot of snow here. Usually, an average snowfall, I think, is, like, 60 inches. This wow. year, I think we got 18 inches of snow. That is wild. But then, on top of that, dude, it's been such a rainy uh, spring season because we didn't get the snow that all the crops around here, and, and you now I'm in the heart of the fucking green belt and everything here. Yes. And, uh... They couldn't plant the corn on time, so a ton of corn crops are failing this year. So, my advice to listeners and to you, corn futures, corn syrup futures, think about it. I'm not even joking. I wish I was joking. I'm not. Meat meat futures as well, dude, because uh, livestock eats corn. No corn, price of livestock goes up because the price of corn goes up. Mm. That's after my uh, chicken guy. You got that from your chicken, the guy who delivered chicken? I did, and that's a good story, too, dude. That's, look up Miller Chicken. It's a huge fucking chicken factory where I live. It's kind of like Tyson Chicken was in Arkansas. Right. It's it like you learned nothing from when you lived in Arkansas, the chicken no, but I got, of the world. I got a really good deal on chicken from a guy who worked at Tyson. Did you really? How much were you paying for chicken? Uh, I don't remember now, but uh, they would have, like, a weekly sale for the employees only, and he's like, hey, you want some chicken? I was like, Okay. So I'd give him a few bucks. He'd bring me a, a gigantic box of frozen chicken breasts. For a few bucks, huh? Yeah. You know, Maybe you were getting ripped off. If you're not going to tell us how many a few bucks is, I don't think we're going to know if you were getting a good deal on chicken. Well, goddamn, it was three years ago, and I don't care about the price of chicken. I just don't know what You know what? You're not going to be saying that in six months, dude, when you're like, Jesus, <laughs> Double Z told me about the price of chicken. What if I, you know what? If I was you, dude, I would have just stocked up all that chicken that you had and put it in the freezer and buried it in the ground and wait to thaw it out in 20 or 30 years. That chicken will be like gold. Yeah, that's what I should have done. You're right. Yes, you should have. You should have filled that whole other house you had up with chicken and just left it. Oh, uh, that house, we're, uh, we we got to make a trip to that house pretty soon because uh, our tenants oh. are moving out. We're going to sell it. Oh, man. When's the last time you saw the interior of the house? Because I would love a live shot of you entering the house after it's been rented out and how fucking devastated you will be with all the damage. I'll judge Judy. We, we, we made him send us photographs. Did you? Yeah. Now, what if this guy is fucking uh, first in Photoshop? No. She's a chicken. She's dumb as a brick. And uh-huh. she's, she's a loony. She's insane. Awesome. But, yeah. But she's out, and uh, I, I might not have to go. I told the wife, I, I, I'm like, I'll go up there to Arkansas with you next weekend, but I can't go during the week. And she's like, well, I'm going to get it on the market as soon as possible, so I'm going to go this week. It's like, fucking go for it. I, I don't want to deal with it. Right. Have at it. Have at it, and that means the cleanup. So tell me, was this lady so insane you were getting a, a 
check from the state for her rent? No, no. I mean, she was That's a bummer. Paid rent on time all the time. She was just, uh, I don't know, she's off her rocker. But she, in the past. Was she gainfully employed? She was, yeah, yeah. She was uh, some kind of ER nurse. Nice. So she's addicted to drugs is what you're telling me and the listeners here. Oxycontin and uh, whatever <laughs> that, that killed Michael Jackson here. Propofol. Propofol. Propofol, yeah. I like it because of the way it rolls off the tongue. It's like I want to take it just because it sounds like fun and zany. I'm like it's fun. Let's cover up with some propofol. Propofol for all y'all. See what I did there? I'm like taking it to a whole another level that Michael Jackson never even thought of. That's true. God damn, he really missed out on a marketing scheme. He did. He did. Well, no, I think more or less the propofol people missed out when mm-hmm. they did not engage the services of one Mr. Michael Jermaine Jackson or whatever his middle I mean, name. The way guitar companies endorse guitarists, you would have the Purple Fall Company totally missed out on being like endorsed by Michael Jackson. And you know what's funny? And here's what really gets me is I, my surprise that uh, Eddie Van Halen is not being supported by the metal pick people. I don't. I mean, it just seems like a natural fit. Does it you not? Think so. Yeah, yeah, it does. I, I, I don't like know how he's missing out on that money. Let me let me some shit let, put some light on my beautiful face here, Ruth. It's not that much. I don't want to scare people. I don't want to charm people to death. Yeah, you, you be careful. I have an HD screen. Yeah, I bet. I bet, dude. I got a little sunburn. I don't know if you noticed that. Holy shit! From what? Uh, <laughs> hottest day of the year yesterday ever, probably maybe on Earth. Uh, on Earth, and uh, I, you know, my friend died unfortunately. Yeah, god damn, that's so nuts. This, uh, that is a nightmare I don't even care to even fucking think about for a week, probably. But, uh, so he passed away. Well, of course, I've committed to playing in this golf thing with these guys, right? And I can't give sure. them, like, two hours notice that I can't play in this thing. So I went and I golfed, and it was hot as a motherfucker. I forgot to put my hat on. I left it in the car. Oh, and shit. I'll probably be paying. You know, by this time tomorrow, I'll probably be peeling up here on the. You uh, probably will. On the dome, so to speak. You're going to be down to bone when you're just. <laughs> yeah, I might be. It almost felt like at about 2 o'clock yesterday. I'm like, whoo, is it hot out here or is my face completely melted off? <laughs> Luckily, my wife, being the thoughtful genius that she is sometimes, when she doesn't want me to die, she sure. had me in my golf bag a cooling towel, right? A cooling towel. A cooling towel. Okay. Okay. A towel. If you're soaking water, then put it in a little plastic bag. But you wring it out before you before you put it in this bag. Okay. And I kind of mocked the the cooling towel, right? Of course. I, I can. I'm like, just have, right. you know, like I'm gonna need a cooling towel. <laughs> cooling towels don't work, and all right. that good kind of stuff. And uh, on the 15th hole, I was teeing up the ball, and I was like, "Woo!" When I stood up from bending over to tee up the ball, I felt a little dizzy. Mm. And I was, I was getting, I was a little scared. I mean, it was hot. People were dropping like flies. I mean, honestly, people were fucking passing out. That's a brutal golf. And uh, yeah, you know what? It was like the Iron Man of golf yesterday. If you can fucking survive this thing, it's always sad when the guy running the whole thing's like. I know you guys want to drink a bunch of water and a bunch of liquor and shit today, but make sure you drink some water. Dude, they should, they should put golf in the triathlon, so you have to, like, swim in ocean, ride a bike, <laughs> walk, 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 wal
then play 18 holes of golf. Right. You know, you know what? They should. Well, let me put it this way. It was so hot. All right, well, so let me finish my cooling towel story. So on the 15th tee box, I bend over, I put my ball down, I stand up, and I'm like, woo, like uh, seeing, let's just say not steady in my knees, so to speak. You got the Although, no, I did hit a stellar drive. But uh, so I get back to the cart, and I break out my cooling towel, right? Break out the cooling towel, all right. We're like in a pretty posh establishment where I live, right? Okay. And my, I'm riding with this guy, and he's kind of a jackass. He's my friend, but he's a jackass, or like you, but he's not the co-founder of my band, so I, I don't have to put up with him, but I do. There's no legal obligation. Right, exactly, yeah. And... Uh, so he's like, you what are you doing with that? And I've got this cooling towel, like, wrapped around my fucking head. Like, I was making fun of my wife. This is so funny. I was making fun of my wife. Me and my daughter, unfortunately, were making fun of my wife because she had this cooling towel tied around her head. And I said, what are you, Steven Tyler? Right? Because you know how Steven Tyler wears, like, that thing around his head. So that's kind of what I ended up looking like. And the guy's making fun of me. But you won. I did win. I did get the lowest score. And won a little bit of money, Holy just in shit. our group though, not in the whole thing, just in the group. Sure. But uh, I did get it closest to the pen, which is a pretty fucking big deal. I think that won me forty-five bucks. Fucking hey. And uh, and I survived by this cooling towel around my head. I mean, it really fucking worked. I was surprised. I was surprised as anyone else. So is the cooling towel just any towel that you soak in water and wring out, or is it a special kind of towel that retains moisture somehow? I think it's kind of like the mix between a chamois and a towel, so to speak. It does retain some kind of moisture, but not like dripping moisture. And what you're supposed to do is like when the when the when the cooling towel gets warm, you take it and you snap it, right? Okay. Somehow that activates it getting cold again. Whether that's a real thing or not, I don't know. Sounds like witchcraft. (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah. And then I had to like say 14 Hail Marys over it and put some salt around it. It was a long thing, but it finally did get cold again after I was sitting in the air conditioning for about 45 minutes with it. Well, yeah, that helps. But I did my, you know, of course my my part partner was like mortified that I was wearing this thing around my head, but I'm like, I don't fucking care, dude. I'm, I want to live. I wanna Why would he give a shit? Well, because he's an obnoxious jackass. While he drank the whole time, he had like one glass of water. I had like eight, you know, I drink these huge waters. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess they're one liter. I froze six of those yesterday and drank five of them. And they were, like, thawing out on the court. Good like, Lord. Yeah. So he drank cinnamon whiskey the whole time. And by the time we get done, the guy's fucking, he's like, well, we were smoking pot and stuff, too. But he's, like, talking in tongues. Right? He's just, like, so dehydrated and drunk and high. Yeah. That he's, like, not making any sense. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. Tough. And he had, like, some guys in from out of town for this thing. But. So a guy that he brought in from out of town to play in this thing, he, we were supposed to play again today, right? It was an optional thing to play today. I opted out. But he, was, he had a set up with this other guy who came in from out of town, and the guy from out of town couldn't play today because his hands were all swollen up. Swollen up from Yeah. Where? Like supposedly being out in really hot weather for a while can make your hands and feet swell. I looked this up uh, this morning when he told me that. I was like, holy shit, because I was like, maybe you should go to the fucking – Emergency room. I don't think that's normal. I mean, right. I'm, I'm sure it happens, I guess. But it is normal. I mean, I live in Texas. I've never seen people walking around yeah. with swollen hands and feet. Right. Not that they didn't deserve it, anyway. Well, no, no. 
uh, swollen uh, ankles when you have cardiomyopathy, that's one thing. Swollen hands from playing a fucking round of golf, that's a little scary. So that guy just, like, packed up and went home. Was he able to pack with swollen hands? <laughs> I don't know if he was or not. Maybe he just, like, he had to do one of these things where he... He just got like, pushed everything into his hands. were like sausages. So he couldn't, like, close his hand, maybe. I hope he, I hope he drove home safely. Wow. So that was my yesterday. Not that I only find out that my business partner died. Oh. But, uh... Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, totally crazy. You know, so how was your yesterday? Let me ask you how your yesterday was. I pretty much did nothing. Really? I yeah. sat in the air conditioning, I bet. Feet up. Sat in the air conditioning, feet up. Did not have an aneurysm or play golf. Right. Wow. You call that existing? <laughs> I don't. I didn't do any propofol. What are you, a slug? Well, see, there's your first problem. No propofol. <laughs> but last night, last night we went and saw some uh, live music at a local venue. Which was the guy with an acoustic guitar. There's no place to see like a real band, and it was all right. It was cool. Wow, that's nice of you to say that in case he's listening. Did it really? It was really good. He was really covers good. Covers are all original stuff. No, it, it was covers and a couple of originals, and he's playing for fucking nobody, man. I felt so bad for the guy. Right. Because he was good, but you know, that beer. This place even his friends and family didn't even come out. They're like, "Sorry, dude, been out to see you so many fucking times." We're done. We're done with but, that. That's why I told the wife because he took a break, and he just went to his sat by himself. No, he didn't even sit by. He went to his car and just sat in his car and had a cigarette. And I'm like, what? He there's no girlfriend or buddy or friend or somebody who's like, yeah, I'll come see you play. I'm like, fuck. My buddy was telling me a story. We were talking about live music a while back, and my buddy was telling me a story about he went to see his buddy's band play. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you know what? He said, this was the deal. The guy had been asking him for like three fucking years to come see his band play. Three years? Right? Yeah. And okay. he's like, so the kind of the perfect storm set up. He felt like going out and getting drunk, right? He didn't, he didn't really have any plans. It was a Saturday night. The guy caught him in a weak moment. So he decides, yeah, I'll come out and fucking watch you play. Okay. So he's sitting there and it's kind of like what you just said. There's not a lot of people there, right? Here's the, I'll tell you, it gets a little weird at the end. But So he's sitting there by himself, and some strange dude comes and sit, sits down, right? And he's like, okay, this is odd. And he's like, are you here for the band? And the guy's like, yeah, I'm here to see Darren or whatever his fucking name is. And the guy's like, yeah, me too. And then he's like, but I'm married. Right? Yeah, and the guy's like, what? yeah. See, the guy, so the guy says, but I'm married. You want to see a picture of my wife? What the hell is yeah, going on? This guy, I mean, he doesn't look like a homosexual or anything, my friend. So he's like, okay, what the fuck does that mean? So the guy breaks out a picture of his wife and shows him a picture of his wife topless. What the right. What is going on? I don't know. I, now, the question is, is it even the guy's wife? I mean, you don't really know. The, the wife isn't there, right? I could easily download a, a picture and be like, hey, this is my wife topless. Right? So the guy's like, huh, interesting. So the guy, that guy gets up and walks away. The set is winding down. It's getting late at night. Yeah. Okay, the band's over. People start piling in the bar, right? Band's over, so here comes the people. Oh, I guess the band's yeah. over. Let's go in now. And so the, the, uh, the drummer, he was there to see the drummer, and the drummer's wife sits down, right? With yeah. him. He's like, oh, hey, Cheryl, how you doing? 
blah, blah, and they're yakking for a minute, and she's like, why aren't you going to help? And he's like, help, help what? Oh, right? no. Aren't you going to help uh, Darren load up his equipment? No, I'm not. Right? And the guy's, like, sitting there, and he's like, uh, he's like, she just was, like, staring at me. He's like, it fucking, she stared at me so long, it made it uncomfortable for I'm me. Like, what, why don't you help, bitch? So, he, he's like, uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll help. Right? So, he, he tells me that, okay, he gets up there, and Darren is the drummer, of course. Right, and plays like a fucking Lars Ulrich sized fucking kit. Oh, it's it's a monolith. It's huge. <laughs> right. It's got like fucking two bass drums and I mean you're talking the whole fucking nine yards like these guys with cymbals hanging on chains and shit. Exactly. There was a xylophone, I'm sure, or a fucking <laughs> gong. Uh, yeah, gong, exactly what I was gonna say. So he's like, It took me a fucking hour and a half to help this guy load up his his drums are like an hour and a half. Dude, that sounds outrageous. He's like, well, you know, you have to take every fucking piece apart, put it in the drum cases. He's like, but to add insult to injury, there's only one place, one way in and out of this bar, right? Okay. So let them go out the back door because I guess they didn't want to open they think people are going to come in or something. So they had to maneuver all the shit out the front door. He's like, granted, while the place was completely fucking empty, while the band was playing, as soon as they were done, he's like, we're talking fucking elbow-to-elbow elbow people, and we're wow. trying to carry out this fucking drum equipment through, like, one door. That's the sign and of a great band. And like, in the van was, like, uh, two or three blocks away. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and I was like, what was the wife doing? He's like, oh, I'm sure she was sitting at the bar drinking oh, yeah. uh, all of the free beers or whatever they get when they... Exactly. I said... You fell for it. I said she was probably going to be the one helping him load shit up and give you the, aren't you going to help? Fucking spiel. Yeah. Yeah. They told that, they told that bro, here, hold the drink tickets. And yeah. she found them all and she got everybody else to fucking work. Yeah. And I said, was she good looking? He said, no, absolutely not. I said, what unacceptable, <laughs> RC. Unacceptable. If she's not good looking, why would you even care? He was afraid his friend was going to get in trouble if he didn't help. And he said, and then, and I said, okay. And he said, so just so you know, I'll never go see live music that is not a national touring act for the whole support team <laughs> ever again. Well, if you know the band, because then you're expected to help. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. But maybe uh, just some random chick comes up like, aren't you going to help, Rufus? Aren't you going to yeah. help? It's not a bad idea, because this guy had had a tip jar. I guess if I was him, I'd be like, hey, if you're not going to tip, help me load my fucking shit. Yeah, come on, man. I'm trying to fucking <laughs> make a living here. Are you, you know what? That's what you need to say. Look, you guys, I'm going to be honest with you guys right now. If you don't fucking tip me or clap, I'm going to go home tonight, and I'm going to end it all. I've, this dream is over. You've killed the dream. You've beaten me down. <laughs> tonight, I will die, and the blood will be on your hands. You know what's sad is that only the only people that ever clap were me and my wife. Uh, that's sweet, but it is sad. Sad and sweet. That was very nice of you to pity clap for this man, Rufus. No, I, did not. I rolled my eyes when I did it, though. Did you guys break out a lighter or a fucking ovation, or was it just a one-handed golf clap? Uh, well, I was eating tacos at the time, so I had one hand right. taco, and I was clapping on my knee. Nice, nice. How was the service during the show, by the way? It was good. I mean, 
they didn't like the music, but they would come out and serve us. <laughs> then it should have been funnier for the break if you said the guy went back and had to wash dishes in his pay-to-play effort. <laughs> I told them I would wash dishes if they'd let me play tonight. It is pretty sad, and it says a lot about our, our little lame-ass town. That this video is pretty big. Well, not video. It's a restaurant, right. and the inside's huge, and they have a, a small outside area for live music. And, and I thought, okay, the live music starts at 7. We better get there at 6.30. So we oh, my God. You're like, you'll never get a table. And we get there. The inside is fucking packed, and the outside with the live music is like a half full. Was it super hot or anything out, or was it no. enjoyable? Not at night. No, it was great. And yet you still got service, so you got to kind of thank your lucky stars for that. How were the yeah. tacos? Question, go back for the tacos or go back for the music? Well, I've been back for the tacos multiple times because they have so great the tacos. Are good. So the music was not necessarily a bonus, but maybe a hindrance of sorts. No, the music was really good. I just felt bad that nobody gave a shit because he was a great singer and great guitar player, but uh, yeah. That's the problem I'm, with doing covers, Rufus. I've I experienced a little bit of something I saw on TV when Jewel was giving someone advice. Have you seen this show where Undercover Boss? Surely you've seen Undercover Boss. Well, yeah, I've seen Undercover Boss. Okay. Well, Jewel, now they have Undercover Celebrity. Are you familiar with Undercover Celebrity? Wait, they do? Really? No, I'm not. I've, I've only seen one episode, and it was Jewel. Is it new? You know, I don't really know because it's just one of those things that I just kind of came across. It. It's not on, like, a regular channel. You know what I mean? you got to find it, like, on True TV or one of those channels, which I do like to watch, obviously. These days with, like, uh, entertainment on demand, you never know if what you're watching came out 10 years ago or yesterday. Well, and the sad part about it is that, like, not everything is on demand, which yeah. I find incredibly obnoxious. I do, too. I you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll just catch that later because it'll be on demand. Mm-hmm. And it's... I'm like, oh, where is, what, you know what that happened to me today? I like to watch Rick Bayless. You familiar with Rick Bayless? Yeah, Rick Bayless, is he a cook, chef? Yes, that's right. He's a Mexican. He cooks Mexican food. Right, right. Right, and he has a great show. I mean, I love this show. It's called Mexico One Plate at a Time. Fucking excellent. He's got the, uh, the goatee, right? The, the, the yeah. gray goatee, pepper, yes. salt and pepper. Yeah. Yep, he does. And he has some really famous... Uh, restaurants in Chicago that I should go to. We always talk about going to, but we never go there. there always, you have to, like, get a table to this place, like, three months in advance, which yeah. we could probably do because we it's not like we go to Chicago on a whim, but uh, we just never remember. Then you got to leave your hotel room, and it's a whole fucking thing, you know? It just, you're like, okay, where, where's the chilies? Just Let's get some chilies and bring it home. Well, let's have Uber Eats bring it to you. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. That's why I go out to the big cities to eat. At the local Chili's in a hotel room. I mean, I find very few things as enjoyable. This is true. But uh, so Jewel is on the show, and you know, it's all about aspiring singer-songwriters or whatever. And Jewel's undercover as there's not enough of those. This is so funny. You have to see this because they make Jewel go undercover as like a lady from the Northeast, right? And they really fucking go out of their way. You know what they do? They fix her teeth. First of all, shut. Yes, they put like a dental no. piece in where you can't you can't see that she's got her jewel teeth. But right? they don't they don't fix it permanently, right? No, no, they don't. But then you're like, damn, dude, you thought jewel was good looking before. 
you should see her with a fucking nice set of teeth in. You're like, really? The snaggletooth is what kind of the hook me. Yeah, well, the snaggletooth hasn't aged well. Let's just say that. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. But, okay. No, they, I mean, they really do her up with, like, this full fucking face of makeup and a fake nose and a fake eyebrow. You know, I mean, they really do those people up when they go undercover boss. Some yeah. of them. And uh, so she's telling this chick, she's like, you know, the chick's going to do an open mic and she's going to do a bunch of covers. Sure. And uh, Jewel's like, you know what? Doing covers is not a good idea. It's just not right. a good idea because people are holding you up to this version in their minds they have of this song. And she's like, you can try to interpret yourself or whatever, but if it's a song someone's heard a million times, you can never fucking measure up. He said, so what you do is you do your own song, right? And then the people enjoy it, and you always make sure that you say that you've written the song, right? Because then people feel an emotional connection with you. Like you're sharing something with them that's important to you. I mean, I hate to say it, but if there was ever an idea that there's a whole fucking formula for this (laughs) kind of shit, and Jewel kind of let it out of the bag, honestly. And, I mean, short of, like, doing what she did in sucking Sean Penn's dick to become famous. Yeah. And well, I do that. There's, Lady Gaga made it big kind of on her own. You know what I mean? You got to give her props. Have you seen A Star is Born yet? No, I have not. Dude, you know what's funny is a guy that I work with or a guy that I do, you know, one of my clients, we're talking on the phone the other day, and he was in – Columbus, Ohio, on a sales trip. I'm like, what did you do last night? You know, I'm just making small talk. I mean, a lot of these guys I'm friendly with like that. So he's like, dude, he's like, I saw this movie, A Star is Born. Have you ever seen it? And I was like, oh, yeah, it's a fucking awesome movie. And he went on and on for like 10 minutes about how fucking great this movie was. I was like, really? I totally agree with you. And this is like a guy that hunts and fishes and shit. You know what I mean? He's like, man, it's such a fucking good movie. I can't even get over it. I'm like, damn, I agree with you there. So we talked about uh, we talked about a Star is Born for a good 15 minutes, and then I landed a giant, very lucrative contract for myself by having <laughs> Star is Born in common with him. Did you really? How lucrative? Uh, extremely lucrative. We're talking Rufus-sized money. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, my entire life is an illusion. There's nothing lucrative about what I do or who I am. Yeah, see, I don't, I'm not going to buy into that because I like the illusion. I know the reality deep down, but I'm just going to go ahead and roll with the illusion. It's more, way more fun. I like the illusion, too. That's why I, I stay drunk. Dude, I've been reading this stuff lately, and it's, it's just a thing on Instagram, and I, I don't even know how I stumbled across it. Some girl that I knew was, like, following this thing, but it's called The Mindset of Greatness, right? Okay, sounds like The Secret. And No, this thing is, like, nothing but every day is, like, positive fucking – Affirmation. Not affirmations that you like read yourself. It's like everything is happening for a reason, even though you're in a fucking rut right now. Don't worry about it. Life is all about learning experiences. And, you know, this is just training for this and that. And it's just going to make being at the top all the better. I'm like, God damn it. I'm going to start fucking believing like that for one year. And if I'm not at the fucking top, dude, it'll probably be a class action lawsuit against this mindset of greatness, people. Well, just because something's happening for a reason doesn't mean the reason is good for you. Well, what the I, reason is... You're you know what? I'm going to need for you to not say stuff like that because that's <laughs> not helping my mindset of greatness. If you want to be in a mindset of non-greatness, 
you stay in your mindset of non-greatness. This side of the microphone and camera are the mindset of greatness. You are great. You are great. Hey, who else would come up with those fucking lyrics, we are the fabric of the flag? Come on now. That is pretty goddamn good. I have to admit. We are the stars and stripes. Yeah. Every stripe and every star? Yes. Tell me that's not fucking solid shit right there, brother. That is that is super solid shit. I mean, it really is. <laughs> I, I, You know what, dude? I'm, I'm not even taking credit for that because that came to me. This whole fucking song, honestly, dude, came to me, not the, not the chords necessarily, but all the words. I, I sat down and I was watching Cuomo, Primetime. Are you familiar with this show? Mm-hmm. Right. I love that show, right? Because he, does, he gives the fucking Republicans a chance and the Democrats a chance, and they can fucking argue, and he just kind of sits there. Not really his fault that the Republicans are wrong like 94% of the time. You know what I mean? Really, it's not his fault. He lets them all go their beef, and they go down with the ship every fucking time. But I'm like, man, it's fucking sad times to be in America when we can't agree even on the fucking most basic things. You know what I mean? And and sorry – GOP and, and hardcore conservatives, but the times are fucking changing, right? And you being stuck in this fucking mindset, I don't know. And, and, and unfortunately, a lot of the American people are kind of under that thumb. You know what I mean? They don't want you to make money. They don't, you know, paying $15 an hour minimum wage, and they get in an uproar about that. Sorry, man, people got to fucking live. You're going to put yourself out of business. If people can't afford to shop at Walmart because they can't make money and have a fucking car and a place to live, you know what I mean? I just, I don't get it. $15 an hour, big deal. When I hate it when people, some people that I know are like, $15 an hour to flip fucking hamburgers. I'm like, well, then fucking stay at home and make your own goddamn hamburger. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you don't think it's worth paying a guy $15 an hour to make a fucking hamburger. Well, what's your time worth? You know what I mean? It'd take you an hour to sit at home and fucking flip a hamburger. Now, say a guy like Rufus makes fucking $100 an hour, you miss out on that fucking hour because you didn't want to pay some guy fucking three bucks to make your fucking hamburger? Yeah. Although, making a hamburger at home tastes a lot fucking better. That it does. You know what, though? I'm not going to dog on, like, a hamburger from a Chili's or, I mean, Chili's has a pretty good fucking hamburger. You know what? My my wife hates chilies, but I I fucking love chilies. And whenever I was coming back from uh, did a trip to Austin for that Cindy Hagar show, and I was coming back, I stopped at a chilies between here and Houston, and I got a steak. And I was like, really? yeah, it's steak. You know, whatever, it'd be all right. Yep. It was a really fucking good steak, chilies, man. I'm telling you. With nice, creamy mashed potatoes. Yeah. Some, you got Juan and Jose in the back whipping up damn. the mashed potatoes for you. Fucking Juan and Jose can make a mean steak. Goddamn right they can. They do it all day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Lift that bottle up again. Let me see that bottle. Is that a koozie that's like three times longer than a normal koozie? And wider. But let me let me show you this koozie. I want you to fucking hold on to your hat, all right? I've never seen You know that I've got connections in the liquor business, correct? Sure. Well, let oh, me tell you something, buddy. Is that for was a bottle? We limited run one time. <laughs> some Budweiser and Bud Light 40-ounce koozies. Um, and your boy Double D picked up about three dozen of them. That is awesome, dude. That is so crazy. I couldn't believe how long that koozie was. I was like... Yeah, it goes all the way up this one liter bottle. It threw me for a loop. I thought I was in an alternate dimension. Pretty awesome, eh? You thought it does. I mean, 
I've never, never seen a koozie that long. I mean, it, it really, you saw it. It stopped me in my tracks. It did. Now I can't remember. Oh, we were talking about chilies. Let me tell you my last chilies experience, Rufus. Oh, it wasn't a good one, buddy. It wasn't a good one. Oh, my wife will love to hear this. I'm sorry. To, yeah, she would. She would love to hear this because what happened was on the way down to uh, Fury Beach, North Carolina from southwestern Michigan, we stopped in Charleston, North or West Virginia. Okay. On the way down, I decide, okay, there's a Chili's right across the street from the Embassy Suites. I'm going to get myself nachos from Chili's. Love their nachos. Love their nacho appetizer. Chicken nacho appetizer. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. So I get that. And I order a fries. Okay. Delicious. Fucking delicious. Perfect. The, the meal is perfect. So far, this is a, right. a, a plus for Chili's. Right. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. So we're talking about heading back. And uh, this is after our vacation's over. We're, we always stop at the same hotel in the same city on the way back. It's mm-hmm. almost exactly halfway. So I'm like, you know what? Tell my wife in the car all the way there, all the way to fucking Charleston, West Virginia, yes. Mary Beach, probably about 380, 400 miles. going to have that fucking nachos <laughs> and french fries again, dog. I'm Looking forward to it. it. Yeah. Big, to it big time because we never go, even though the chili's close to our house, we never go to chili's for some reason. But that's keeping your foot on the gas pedal. You're like, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, fucking A, man. I can't wait to get me into those fucking chilies. So, so what do I do, Rufus? I get up to the room. My wife and daughter were going, they were going, there's a mall right across the street. So they're going to shop for crap. Mom, like, don't, don't wait for me. Eat at fucking Chick fil A, whatever you got to do. I'm on fucking chilies to chill. Yeah, right chilies. Yeah. Chicken nachos, the fries. Chicken definitely. nachos, fries. Okay, so I'm perusing their menu, right? And now keep in mind, I'm particularly hungry because I have smoked some marijuana after my oh. wife and daughter went to the mall. And I'm like, mm, okay. Because I know I'm getting chilies. I'm like, fucking hey, bring it. You've got to prep. So uh, I order up chili. I'm going through their menu. And I'm like, all right, there's the nachos. Hook me up a plate of nachos. Then. Out of the corner of my eye, guess what I see? Ribs. They got fucking ribs on the menu. The baby back ribs? Baby, baby back, back ribs. Baby. Yes, I mean, it's like they're fucking famous for their ribs, right? Dude, I almost bought some ribs today from uh, I, Walmart. Anyway. I smoked some ribs yesterday. Last mm-hmm. night, actually. I took them off three o'clock points. So, uh, I'm like, yeah, bring on some of those ribs. Right? Okay. Ribs and double fries. Yeah, I'm like, okay. My wife and daughter, they all eat french fries if they have to, if I leave any for them. So, you know. Santa do. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting ribs, I'm getting fucking chicken nachos, and I'm getting two orders of fries, brother. Good God, dude. This is like, it's only a half rack of ribs. Don't get too excited. It's a half rack of ribs, which is probably about six ribs. And it's chilies is probably more like four ribs. Well, that's enough to make you want more ribs. Yeah, for sure. Well, I've, but I've got the nacho backup, I figure. So, all right, this is one happy fucking double Z. Like, oh, oh fuck. The things come crashing down, I take it. I'm pretty high. I walk down to the fucking, to the restaurant, which is about a five-minute walk. Okay. elevator time, mind you. Sure. I go up to the bar where you pick up your to-go food, and the lady, the bartender, is like, I give her my name. She looks at me kind of strange, and she's like, hold on a second. Mm. 
Yeah, right. No, first thing, double Z, that's kind of the thought I made in my head. <laughs> but you know, right there, I was like, oh, okay. And I got a confirmation, right? They charged my fucking credit card. I'm like, what can be? It's a fucking Philly, right? What, what can go wrong? It's, you know, they're packed. There's a ton of people in there. Right. It's a McDonald's of real food. Right. It's a McDonald's of fast casual, is what I would call it. Ooh, there you go. So, casual. Uh, casual. She's like, I've got to get the manager. What, 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 why? What's yeah, going on? I mean, that's me. I'm like, that's my credit card. I, you know, if you need to see some ID, this is legit. So the manager comes out, he's like looking at me, and he's like, uh, we don't have ribs. What the hell's going on? Suddenly this has turned sinister. Yeah, we don't have ribs. And I'm like, uh, okay. You charged me for ribs? Exactly. I mean, surely they could have fucking emailed me and said we don't have ribs, you know. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I just kind of look at him like, oh, now what? Right? I'm like, all right, just give me the nachos and the french fries, and I'll be on my way. Sure. Well, we didn't make any of the order since we didn't have the ribs. What? Yeah. They made nothing? Since we didn't have the ribs, we decided not to make the order. I'm thinking you should have butchered the manager for his ribs. Yeah, and I was like, uh, what? (laughs) I mean, I was really confused (laughs) at that point. And he's like, well, we didn't know you would still want them. I'm like, well, I ordered them. I mean, just because you don't have ribs. So he's like, okay, I'm going to have them whip you up some nachos. right? So they whip you up the nachos and the french fries. And he's he's like, okay. And I'm like, well, what about, he brings it out and he's like, Okay, and I was like, well, what about, you know, a refund for the ribs, or how about comping my whole fucking meal, basically, since I've been standing here for 25 minutes when all I said was like a one-minute fucking pop-in. And he's like, uh, hold on. So he goes in the back. He comes out with, with a piece of paper with nothing on it and a pen, right? All stuff that's with, at the bar right fucking there if he would have just fucking reached down two inches. He's like, I need your name and phone number because I can't do the refund here. If you order on the website, it's got to go back to the corporate office. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. And he's like, and you'll see the charge back on your your card in a day or two. Rufus, in 44 days. 44 motherfucking days? They have not credited. No, wait, 24 days. They have not credited my card as of this moment. That's what happens when you don't pay a manager 15 bucks an hour. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And that, I was just, I was, and I told my wife, a little bit of Chili's died in me that that night, yet a little bit of Chili's lived in me for the car ride home, if you know what I mean. There's many Chili's across this great land of ours. Maybe that's just the bad Chili's. It's, I just had built the chilies up so large in my mind, Rufus, that it, it, maybe it had to let me down. Maybe it was bound to fail. But you know what the mindset of greatness tells me? That that fucking rib failure is going to pay me dividends, dude, in the fucking near future. That's how you get that mindset of greatness going. That's a good use of the word dividend. Thank you. Thank you very much. I shall reinvest those dividends in awesome hyperslot lyrics. Still, I would think that Ribs aside, they should have made the rest of your fucking shit. Like, yeah. what What if you were ordering for three people? I know. If you're like, I my know. kid wants some fries, my wife wants nachos, I want ribs. 
Man, it's like me and you are uh, synergistic because that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, why not make the rest of the fucking order, especially when you're going to sit there and tell me you can't give me a fucking refund right then. That's insanity. You know what? Then when he said it's going to take a couple days, I said, how about you just give me cash? Right? That's what I was going to say. God damn it. Oh, no, no, no. I can't do that. Then my fucking register will be off. Fuck I'm you. like, well, then you explain it that you fucking comp someone a goddamn meal yeah. because you didn't have the fucking ingredients. You don't have ribs. You got a whole fucking uh, goddamn advertisement based on fucking ribs. And a song, a commercial, a jingle. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. I mean, please. I want my baby back. That's all I fucking wanted, Rufus. And I even don't want to go here because even in the car, my wife had mentioned something about, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Thank you. That's a great rendition, but I'll never enjoy that song the same way again. (laughs) You probably won't because now you've heard it. From the guy who originated that song. Thank you very much. I, I was the guy that sang it on the commercial. I got paid sixty-seven thousand dollars to fucking record that song. Wow, that's amazing. And three ribs for life in residuals. Well, that's probably why they didn't have my rib. But uh oh, that commercial is about five years old. We need to pull the plugs on this guy and his three ribs. Look, speaking of ribs, you want to burn our ribs? I guess I do. I guess I do, folks. Me and Rufus are about to jump off the deep end into some El Yucateco. Is that how you say that? You say? Uh, El Yucateco. El Yucateco. Look, I've it's got Mayan. The... It's a Mayan hot sauce. Yes, it is. Uh, there's conflicting details about how hot this stuff is. Well, I guess when I take a, a Scoville of my anus tomorrow, we will know how hot this shit is. I do like to craft with a, uh, what do they call it, a litmus paper under my ass. All right. Are we really doing a whole fucking teaspoon? My teaspoon looks way bigger than yours. Mine's pretty goddamn big. Look, it's the size of my head. I can almost smell that this is hotter than however many Scoville's they said. No. It's not, I guarantee it's not hotter than Serrano. You want to bet? I guess you get a little bit of extra stuff in there, too, because you get some, I guess, maybe some tomato in there. What else is in there? Uh, yeah, they water it down. Yeah, I got it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mine's overflowing. Yours is uh, oh. some rim. See some rim there. Oh, my God. Look, yours is bubbling. It's so hot. All right, you ready? God, I'm adding, I'm adding. Hold on. It's thick. It is. See, I'm afraid I'm going to spill it all over my legs because I can't see that good with my fucking glasses on. That's what she said. All right. All right. Down the hatch. Okay, that's pretty hot. It's got to burn. It's got to burn. It's not as bad as that Serrano, I don't think. Not yet. But it's definitely... I swallowed it so fast that I'm feeling the burn, like, in my fucking chest. You know what? I wanted to, like, (laughs) squish it around my mouth first, but I couldn't. Yeah, me too, and then I got scared, and I just swallowed it. Yeah, I got scared. Ooh, tastes really good, though. It does taste good. It's got an interesting flavor. Oh, shit, I just had a hiccup. (laughs) 
I'm, I'm losing my voice. I don't know. That's probably not a bad thing, per se, for the show, but... <coughs> it's spicy. Yeah. It's kind of coming around. This is crazy, dude. It's, I feel like it's blocking my ears. My ear is plugged up now. I'm going to see how long I can go without drinking anything. Ooh. See, now it's starting to give me a headache. The Serrano was worse to me, but this is still pretty damn hot. This is definitely hotter than the jalapeno. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the jalapeno I have was nothing. But, Stephen, yesterday or last week you had a Serrano that wasn't even yeah. hot, right? Yeah. It's actually getting worse the longer that I uh, sit here. I don't <laughs> think drinking something really doesn't help. I don't like that it gave me the hiccups. That's not a good sign. Okay, now imagine that triple X. Now that says 11,000 Scoville. Why would that other – I saw two other websites that said 250,000 to a million. But then I pondered to myself, double Z, maybe they're talking about the habanero pepper in itself. Could be. Could but be. Stephen, why wouldn't this one say 250,000 to a million Scoville? I mean, it's all habanero pepper. Well, it's what about all three of them. This one, the green one, and the triple X, they're all habanero peppers. That's what I mean. They're just watered down to different degrees. So, <clears throat> still, that's pretty hot. That's pretty I'll hot. Tell you what, it's hotter than anything we had in that, um, in that barbecue sauce thing that we tried. I think so. Hot sauce show. Do you think so? Yeah. I think this is definitely hotter. I look forward to the green one now. And it does have a good, it has like an interesting flavor. It has a really interesting flavor. I don't know. I'm trying to think what that flavor is, other than heat. I'm serious. Every restaurant we go to, especially oh, the restaurant, obviously my wife asks for, not this one, but the green one. Right. And I've had the green one, too. And I, you know what? It's on like every Mexican restaurant table. But, man, there is something to take in a whole teaspoon. I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of in some pain here. Do you want a second teaspoon? I do because it tastes I know, good. me too. How sad is that? Is I don't even really want a whole other teaspoon. I just want a taste of that. It's got like a weird, you can smell it. You can smell the weird taste. You know, the same way they have like non-alcoholic beer, they should have like non-hot hot hot sauce. sauce. The hot sauce that just has a great taste. I'll tell you what, they they think they do, but they don't. It's called ketchup. Yeah, that or pasta sauce. Because uh, there's a place that's popular where I live called the the Hacienda, right? And it's like a a chain of restaurants, but they're like Americanized Mexican restaurants. Sure, Tex-Mex. I don't even know. I wouldn't even call it Tex-Mex, dude, because their menu is like. Harder soft tacos are a thing they call the wet burrito, which is a giant burrito covered in cheese. This sounds like uh, the Mexican food from Arkansas. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's yeah. the exact same stuff, but probably even less authentic. But there's mm-hmm. the, people go there. This place is so fucking busy. There's like five of them. They're always busy because people just go there to drink, right? Because you can buy like giant margaritas there, which you can't really get anywhere else. I mean, I guess sure. In 1975 or whatever, when this place was, I, mean, I can still remember my first visit with my Aunt Mary to a, to a hot <laughs> And, uh, 
spicy. It's just so inauthentic. But people love this place. And literally, their fucking hot sauce for their hot sauce and chips. Yeah. I swear to God, is nothing but fucking a can of, like, diced tomatoes opened up and poured into, like, a little bit. No fucking seasonings. No, maybe some salt added to it, which is probably comes from the factory. Just no, no fucking salt. flavor. And people are like, oh, isn't their salsa so good? So it's so good that people here have started eating their chips and salsa with ranch. What? Yeah, they're dipping their fucking chip in ranch dressing and putting it in the salsa and eating it. And I'm like, so that just tells you how good the fucking salsa is at this place. It's so bad or it's so flavorless that they need to put ranch on their chips to give the fucking thing any flavor. Well, I remember when we lived in Arkansas, which is not that too far north from Texas, the Mexican food was so fucking – it was bland. Right. It, it wasn't just, like, not spicy. It was just, like, there wasn't enough salt or pepper. But, yeah, the salsa was pretty much – it was like, uh, you know, spaghetti sauce. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just like, you people – well, I mean, I, of course I was fooled by living in Texas for a long time, but – I mean, really, you can't even get salsa right. And then, see, and then the deal is, these people, I'll be like, hey, you should go check out El Camino. Or the number of, like, authentic Mexican restaurants around where I live, right? Because there's a lot of Mexican people. Sure. And and they know where to go to get good Mexican food. So you ask the Mexican guy, hey, where do you get good Mexican food? Places that he says you go to. So I'll say to someone, you should go to El Camino and try their fucking, you know, salsa and all that shit. And people will go there. And get real fucking authentic Mexican food and be like, that's the worst shit I ever fucking had, dude. I, I fucking and I'm like, you so much. fucking ignorant Trump supporting son of a bitch. They were fighting words. Even here, the the best Mexican food restaurant in town is a little walk up window place. Right. Yeah, they're not spending their money on fucking sombreros to hang on the wall. They right. don't have to. They put up a fucking beer sign and they're like, let's do it. I'm going to have another teaspoon of this. Are you really? Yeah, it tastes great. That's filling. Do it. More favorite in my mouth. It's almost so not so bad you almost could chug the whole fucking bottle. How much? With this little bottle? Those two tablespoons was that much. I mean, I'm pretty much almost halfway through it. It's kind of hard to get it out of there, though. Woo. How big is this bottle? How many ounces is that? Uh, Three. Or wait. Four. Four. Four full ounces. It does have a good flavor. So El Yucateco, if I'm saying that correctly. I agree. thumbs up my book. I don't know. I, I almost feel like it's the kind of salsa, though, that needs to be mixed with something else. You give it like a on a taco flavor. I don't know if you just put this on yeah. a taco or something and they're like, that's good because it might overpower the flavor of the taco so much because it's got its own significant flavor. That's a good point. You might need a little something else with it. You're right. That is a good point. As a condiment, it almost stands alone too much. Thank you for saying that. I mean, I know that I meant a lot of words, and it's good that you can get straight to the point. Thank you. Feeling it? Feel the burn? Dude, I I was thinking about this the other day. You know what we should do? What? We should copyright the word widget. Okay. Um, okay. Why? Well, I mean, I mean we should just let people print like, oh, you need, you know, whenever you use widget is like a, a something that's not really a thing. You can say, hey, man, you're copyright infringing on our widget infringement. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. 
surely some other scoundrel has done that. I have not looked, but uh, yeah, maybe. And maybe someone isn't as conniving and, and uh, intelligent as the sloth. The heat of that is not is not like as bad as other things, but it's very persistent. Yeah, it's definitely stuck in the back of my throat. Ooh, it's stuck in my tongue and my lips. It's definitely on my lips too. That last one, I made the mistake. The first time I didn't get it on my lips, yeah. and when I drank it out of the bottle, I definitely got it on my fucking lips now. Oh shit! I didn't see you drinking out of the bottle. Uh, yeah. When you took the second spoonful, I drank some out of the water in the bottle, and that's when I said, maybe you could drink this whole bottle. Wow. Okay. Now I ended up getting it all over my lips. It's compounding now. Now it's uh, pretty hot. I told you about my friend with the real habanero, did I not? When we went to that restaurant, uh, I told you how the, the guys where I live are all about hot peppers, like the old guys. With their pockets. Yeah. And this old guy named Cappy, right? He owned a restaurant. Francis Cappelletti was a good friend of my grandpa, but the guy I'd known for a long time. He died uh, ten years ago, but uh, he was. We used to go to his restaurant and eat all the time. And uh, he was the only person that cooked there, right? He would never let anybody else cook in the kitchen. He would come out to our table, and one day he had some really hot habanero peppers. And he cut the habanero with a knife, right, right at our table. He was like, hey, you guys smell this, right? And we were smelling, oh, yeah, it's fucking hot, Cappy, whatever. And he's, like, laughing. And then he, he goes to my friend Gene, hey, you know, touch the blade of the knife and put a little on your tongue and see how hot it is, right? And my buddy yeah. Gene does that, and whatever. He's like, oh, fuck, that's hot. That's hot as fucking shit. And, you know, Habanero's about 250,000 to a million Scoville's. So we're drinking a ton of beer. This place is like a hole-in-the-wall bar. With a, you know, it made good food, but it you know, wasn't a fancy place. So we're drinking a ton of beer, and my friend Gene goes in the bathroom to fucking take a piss, right? Oh. Gene good. touched his genitalia with the Habanero finger, right, that he rubbed on that blade of that knife, Needless to say, he was in there for about 10 minutes. He comes out, and, like, the front of his shirt is all wet, and, like, the like his pants are wet in the front. I'm like, what the fuck happened in there, right? I'm like, were you throwing up or something? He's like, no, dude. He's like, I fucking went in there and grabbed my dick and took a piss. And he's oh, no. like, about five seconds later, my dick was on fucking fire. Jeez. He had to throw his fucking dick and nuts into the sink. And was <laughs> fucking pepper off of his fucking dick. He's like, it was. He's like, my dick was on fire. We actually ended up going home like fucking five minutes later. He's like, I gotta go home and take a shower. I remember the first time I heard about habanero peppers. He's my buddy Dave. He was a. Uh, this was in high school, like 1987, 88. My buddy Dave was a checker at H E B grocery store in, in my hometown, and they started selling fresh habanero peppers. And before then, nobody knew what the fuck they were. But this old lady, he told me, he's like, holy shit, this lady bought habanero peppers. And I said, what are you buying these for? And she was an old lady, like in her 60s or 70s. She was buying a whole bunch. And she's like, I'm buying them to make a rat poison with. Oh, no way. Yeah, because the acid was so hot that it would, like, kill a fucking rat. Jesus, that's good to know now that we just took two big slugs of fucking habanero pepper. We did you now, my question to you is, did your Walmart today have fresh habaneros? No. Yeah, neither did mine, which is weird. And even my local uh, store, which usually has all that kind of shit, didn't have any habaneros. Well, most people are not like us. Most people are pussies. Well, I know that. that you would think that there has to be a market of anti-pussy goods out there. It's a small. It's on the dark web. Let's take it into the VIP, Rufus. You ready? 
Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. We're going to do some cool stuff in the VIP. So don't... Double Z back here in the VIP. What up? Is the Rufus in the VIP? That's Blues Rufus Johnson. Is it like Brian, Brian Rufus Johnson? I smoked a pack of Paul Malls before I came into VIP. Remember when you were a smoker? Yeah, I do. It freaks me out to think about. Yeah, I just want to. I just want this to be known to everyone, yourself included. You did not look cool smoking. I know that you thought it made you look cool and grown up, but it didn't look that cool. That applies to everything I try to do. <laughs> well, yeah, good point. Good point. All right. Point <laughs> so here we are in the VIP, Rufus. And uh, what do you want to talk about in the VIP tonight? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, uh, my Let's talk about your – what kind of Google lawsuit do you have going on right now? Why don't you enlighten dude, us on that a little bit? Dude, I'm serious. I, I can't really talk about it. It's like – it's uh, privileged. But the names have been changed to protect the innocent. The company I work for is suing Google. Yes. Because since 2015. Wait, let me guess. Can I just guess? And you don't have to share anything with me, but I'm guessing right now, right? Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Your company is suing Google because since 2015, when Google came out with Google Images, they've been stealing the photographs from your company or steering uh Customers to other places that have the same photographs at a, at a cheaper price. No, that's wrong. Ah, damn it. Well, there's a whole other lawsuit for your company. They need to get on that right away. Totally different. It has to do with uh, ranking in Google. It's very boring, dude. It has I don't to wanna... do with what? Ranking? Ranking in Google for a So they're ranking years. you low because you're not paying enough. That's kind of the deal. That's sort of it because. <sighs> That your company's just not paying enough? Could that be the problem? Well, there's a free part of Google, and there's a paid part of Google. And it turns out that if you're a big company that can pay Google lots of money, they'll make damn sure you don't rank that well in the free part. Ah. I think I saw saw somebody, but it wasn't your company that was doing it. It was some other company. Is that possible? Yeah, yeah, it's possible. So your company just jumped on the Sue Google bandwagon. I appreciate that. Well, uh, we get a good case, but it's going to go nowhere. All right. But the lawyers will make a lot of money, and that's what's really important. Hey, I'm not paying them. Right. So it's fine. So do you have to guys, testify, though, because you're the SEO? Or did you take, give a deposition? Or Yeah, I got to do a deposition. I talked to the lawyers yesterday. They're really cool guys. And uh, what, what's funny is they told me, I really can't go into too much detail. But they told me what Google's lawyers said in response, and it was such fucking complete utter bullshit, which even on the the front end, if you're just interested in SEO or anything, Google never has a straight answer for fucking – they don't know. Google does not know how Google fucking works, which is fucking insane. They do know. They just won't admit how it works. They're smart enough to never say this is how it works because – then they paint themselves into a corner. 
That okay. I think yes. In the in the Darth Vader levels, they know exactly what the fuck they're doing. But down here where the people are like uh the Google celebrities who like go on Twitter and have hangouts and they give people inside Yes, or well they they're marketing people but they pretend to be like people in the know. Well yeah. you ask them questions and their answers are always like, Well, I don't know. You, you could try this. Our algorithms kind of favor this or that. You can try it and try it. It's never like totally. yeah. experimentation with that, Rufus, because the more experiment right. the more you're gonna find out how the platform really works. There might be ways this platform works that we don't even understand yet. So you know we're learning every day. And we're taking in as much content as we can. We're analyzing that content to bring you the best experience we can. And once you get the most bang for your buck, if that's not happening, you probably need to look at yourself a little bit and say, am I attempting to get as much as I can out of Google? I mean, really, am I putting in the time? Or am I expecting Google to do everything for me? I don't think you understand how perfectly you fucking captured that, dude. I do. I do. I I understand that everyone is fucking full of shit. And you know why? It's because I'm in marketing myself. So I know that everything is phony. The whole world is phony, except for mindsets of greatness. That's well, here's the deal. We sell a product, right? We sell a top-tier product. There are other sites that give a product away for free right. that is not as good. Right. Or at least not as plentiful, right? And suddenly... Google is ranking all the people who give shit away for free very high, but all the people who sell things very low. So suddenly those people who sell things have to pay for advertising. Of course. I mean, that's like the oldest fucking trick in the book. I know, and it's so fucking – it's so obvious. Oh, my God. Okay, don't – it's the weekend. I don't want to think about work. I'm sure at some point you clicked on some kind of disclaimer or someone did – it says it's okay for Google to do that. You probably clicked on it when you ordered a cheeseburger at fucking at uh, at uh, McDonald's or something through some kind of app, and they're like, "Hey, look, Rufus, you ordered your cheeseburger, and here it says no onions." And by doing that, you didn't read the fine print and the terms of service that said, "Okay, no, Google can rank whoever, wherever." Non well, of course they want the free people to get shit because they know they can't pay them, and it puts you lower in the fucking ranking. Exactly. But we have a better product. Well, I would say to me that it's personal preference would tell you who has the better product, Rufus. Right. But the fact that personal preference has meant that from 2001 to 2015, not just us, but every other agency within our realm has had a better product. And then suddenly there's websites that haven't updated. They're offering free stuff, right? But they haven't updated since. 2017, no new products, no new content, no new blog posts, nothing. And yet they're ranking very high. That's because, because people don't want to pay. Right. So when someone Googles free image of Rufus's dick, the free But we're not talking up. about we're not talking about keywords about free. We're talking about keywords specifically searched for paid content. Oh, man, what are you doing? Jesus Christ. Hey, I'm just trying. I'm playing the devil's advocate here. I'm Google's lawyer. I just flew in from British Columbia where I was hanging out with some really famous people and wearing a fur coat and going to ski 
and now your place has me embroiled in some shit. I just bought a fucking eight ball of cocaine, had two hookers delivered to my room, and now you're fucking it up. Damn, can you have hookers delivered to a room? I mean, I think that Vegas was built on that, was it not? I don't know. Dude, you have to see this. My friend was in Vegas over the weekend. Right, he went for a couple of days during the week. I, why you go to Vegas during the middle of the week? I have no fucking idea. But he sends me a picture of this chick. She's she's seating people at a restaurant. Okay, hold on. There we go. And this is what she's wearing. Can you see that? Oh my God! I can't tell from that picture if it's hot. Or gross? Uh, well, I mean, her ass is fucking fine, honestly. But she's seating people in a restaurant in a bra and underwear. And the underwear is literally right up her fucking ass. What? Wait, she works there or she's yeah. stuck in? No, she's working there seating people. That's a uh, hooter seems to step up their game. Thanks. Vegas, I guess, all kinds of crazy shit goes. That's a restaurant. That's a that's like a Chili's in fucking Vegas. That's unsanitary. You don't need ass. It is. Around you know what? I'm like, uh, can I get a regular nap? And I didn't ask for a sanitary napkin. <laughs> Good Lord. Bazinga! Bazinga. Look at you. Uh, the, uh, you like the that? Kind of, I took that a little bit from a popular show that was recently canceled. Uh, the Sheldon Show? The Sheldon Show, but somehow the other Sheldon Show lives on, unfortunately. You know what? It's, that is one of those shows where I haven't seen a lot of episodes, so now I'm like, okay, now I can watch it because it's not on all the time and commercials aren't on for all the time, but I will tell you right. what I did notice. That okay. I had to choose between the chick with the smaller boobs or the chick with the bigger boobs. I would pick, pick the chick with the bigger boobs. Uh, I would think so, yeah. What is her name? What are their names? I don't remember. I know the, the chicks you're talking about. Uh, Penny. Penny is the one with the smaller breasts, who actually had a boob job, I read in a magazine. Really? Well, she's got the money for it. And the lady with the really, really big boobs doesn't even have, didn't even have a boob job. Oh, they're uh, Big Naturals. Big na- yeah, it's just like the website, Big Naturals. I believe the uh, most popular character on Big Naturals was called Pounder. Page <laughs> name. Really? I didn't. Is she the girl who, like, pounded six packs? No. No, the dude's name is Pounder. Oh, the dude's name. Okay. The other late, they're just, they're Big Naturals, so they don't have names. They just have Big Naturals. The camera doesn't even move above the neckline. Well, it does, unfortunately. It, no, yeah, you're right. It doesn't. You're, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I got a little confused there. The hot sauce is finally kicking in. It is a good yeah. So check out Big Naturals. They're a supporter of the Hypersoft Happy Hours of Dragon Rufus. This episode is brought to you by Big Naturals. Yeah, for men and women. Did we talk about women watching porn? Have we talked about it? No, I don't think so. I just. I just don't see a woman watching porn. I don't. I don't know if I want to be with a woman who watches porn. What if you came home, and you walk in, and your wife is fucking watching porn, would you be like, I, "This is a little creepy"? I would not trust a woman who watches porn. 
as you probably should. And now you know what? I see like these people like you do all these street interviews and these they ask these women if they watch porn, and these chicks say yes. And I'm like, you know what? She's lying because she thinks she's like I'm a modern woman. I love watching porn, right? Even though I've never seen porn or porn disgusts me, or they she has to say that. Or they watch what they think porn is, which is like Skinamax sort of romantic. Do you think they watch movie. that even? Uh, I don't know. Some, were, like, maybe somebody they, has to watch it because it is. And exists. you go out on a date, and a lady goes, "Hey, you remember that fucking cum shot that Linda Lovelace took in Deep Throat? That's me. What later tonight? That that would be a great fucking date. But I, don't, I don't know if there'd be a second one. But right, it would be because you would be too busy at the herpes clinic probably later in the day. Oh well, just a walk in the park for me. Now, have you ever had your wife walk in and you watching porn? No. No. Well, are you sure about that? Yes, as far as I know. Oh, you better check your phone. She probably has one of those total fucking... Uh, Dude, come on. First watching you things on there. Phone ain't for that. <laughs> okay. The audio booth where I do voiceover. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. That's where the old bank machine is, huh? I haven't made a dollar ever doing voiceover. It's built for that. <laughs> You're spending money. I just have to wonder how these porn sites stay in business. I mean, I haven't paid for porn ever, probably. So, I mean, yeah, I've never, like, joined a fucking site. Who are, these fucking, who are these fucking deviants that are joining these fucking sites to watch porno? Unless you have some sort of sick, fucked-up fetish that you should honestly be in prison for, why? Why? I don't, I don't get it. Where, I, where does the money come from to even make the porn? Even being images, dude, go to images.bing.com, turn off the adult filter, boom, everything you want. Really? Yeah. Uh, how would you know? You read that somewhere? Yeah, I got it bookmarked. I, it, I heard it on the street. That's what I can say from now on. Yeah. I heard it on the street. I got it on good advice from a real sick son of a bitch. Like an article. Free porn you want. I just, yeah, how are they paying? You must be paying these chicks in like fucking... I don't know, hamburgers, chicken sandwiches, because how do you make a living making a fucking porn anymore? And uh, and all, all these free sites, I mean, they they make their money off of ads, but the ads are for other sites where you pay. Yeah, exactly. What, what the fuck? I don't, how? I don't work. You would think you'd see, like, more Kleenex and hand lotion ads would probably be better served. You know yeah. what I mean? Carmex. Right. I mean, an oil change deal. Like anything. Anything male related, like fishing poles. And uh, shit like that. Really? Well, I mean, okay. It'd probably have to be shit geared toward fucking 15 year old, 16 year old boys. Gaming. Gaming. Yeah. Right. Skateboards, video games, Fortnite. Yeah. Dude, I'm funny. You know the animated porno shit that they have out now? That was my idea in, like, 2002. And now you're not rich. I know. I don't fucking get it. I mean, we really got to start converting on some of the hypersloth ideas. We're missing out on the, you know, and not only that, we should be shaping the future of the world, and we're kind of letting it slip by. I just realized yesterday, dude, 
if Trump serves all four years of his fucking uh, term, that's 10% of my fucking life. Dude, I hate to say it, but he's going to serve more than that. No, no, he's not. I predict- Some nut job will take him out for that, I hope it. Well, that might happen, but I, I think he'll get elected again. I think that people are fucking stupid enough. I just think I don't get it. I don't get it. This is kind of a testament to why they want fucking people to stay stupid, right? These are the people that are so riled up by everything, but they don't realize that they're the ones that are at the bottom of the fucking food chain, right? I'm a smart guy. I like you make six figures a year. I'm lucky. I'm very fortunate. I work my fucking ass off. Yes, right? But I'm also smart enough to know that bullshit is fucking bullshit. But these people at the bottom, they don't even realize they're being fucked over. I'm fighting for them. How sad is that? I'm like, dude, you need health care. Dude, you should be making 15 bucks an hour. And they're like, fuck that. Fuck you. That's $15 an hour. I mean, that's uh, people are that fucking nuts. They're like, no, Trump says $15 an hour is too fucking much, man. I'm, I'm making 10 bucks an hour. You know, I'm like, yeah, you bitch about not having fucking money all the goddamn time. Mark my words. Trump's getting the second term. I guarantee you. You know what? Is. If he does, dude, I'm going to be really mad about it. I'm going to be so <laughs> If he does do really nothing. I'm just sick of it. I just can't. You know what I can't stand in this world, Rufus? Liars. I can't stand fucking people who lie. And I can't stand people who believe liars. Right? When it's so fucking blatant and in your face, you're just like, I mean, you know the I, last thing he said about these women, right? He's not racist. So right. then he walks back his fucking statement. But then he walks it back the other way and he's like, those people that chanted that, they're fucking patriots, man. Right. And that's why we're writing our song for the other side. Right? We're not writing a fucking America is great, don't ever fucking let it change type fucking song because that's yesterday's song, right? You got to fucking move. This fucking country is getting left in the fucking dust. And people are like, love it or leave it. Well, fucking, you're going to have to leave it because it's going to be fucking flat busted in fucking 30 or 40 years because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Healthcare is fucked. Yeah, right. Education is fucked. fucked. Banking is fucked. Taxes are fucked. The only thing we have going for us, and I'm kind of putting this in quotes, the only thing that makes America great is a big-ass military that can go fuck shit up. That's it. <laughs> I know. And how much does that do you even need? How many? I mean, okay, spend $100 billion on the fucking military and be able to blow up anything in the fucking world. You know, really? like, you don't have to spend ten times that. We're surrounded. Well, we're not surrounded. By water. Fire. Right. Oh, yeah. Water here, water there. We could mind our own fucking business. Right. And but nobody would done. fuck with us because it'd, be, it'd be too cost ineffective and for them be, to do it. You know what? And you don't know what you're going to get. Right? right. So we're putting it all out there. Then you know what you're going to fucking get. And they're like, okay. And then they know your weaknesses too, though, because they know that you no longer walk softly and carry a big stick. You're out talking about how fucking big your stick is. And nine times out of ten, that means you got a fucking little stick. Dude, we're still in the Afghanistan war. <laughs> I mean, 20 years now? It really is, and officially, uh, it's a war. It's a yeah, longest fucking war. And okay, how many other things are we in that we're not calling wars? Well, what? But there are technically wars that we have created. That's, that's the only thing that makes me uh, – justify is not the right word. 
But we're in the Afghanistan war now because we fucking created the Afghanistan war. Right. So it's kind of if it's the Iraqi war or any fucking war. Right. So now we're in this catch twenty two where if we pull out, we're like, ah, we fuck you. So <laughs> right. we almost have to stay there Dude. to keep. That's what we do, and that's what the I don't want to say in, industrial military complex does, but what kind of fucking great job security is that? I mean, Bill Hicks said it in that thing, right? Hey. You know what? Yeah, we're going to war with fucking Kuwait or whoever, Saudi Arabia. It was Iraq. The Iraq war, right? We died. He's like, luckily we stole them all our old shit. But now right. we're going to go to war with them, right? So we can buy all new shit and, you know, and sell the people around them more old shit. And he also I mean, said, oh, man, fucking Bill Hicks. I know, dude. The guy fucking was. In the fucking late 80s, too. And this is what's crazy. In the late 80s, he said this kind of shit, yeah. and nothing's changed. And he said on stage, he's like, we take all the money that we spend on defense in the war, and we put it toward exploring our fucking galaxy and our solar <laughs> system. We would be an intergalactic species within 10 years. But no, we have to. No, we got to fucking. Well, and I watched this thing on Apollo today, and the guy, uh, you know, I don't know, it was on Nova. Right, so it's PBS, so it's pretty good shit. And you know what? The whole idea is they want to pull funding for fucking PBS makes me sick to my fucking stomach because I'm like, that's like free educational shit. You know what I mean? Right. It's that we kind of owe that. They kind of owe that to us, or to someone might learn one fucking thing from one of those programs. You know what I mean? And it makes it worth it. Wait, but, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying tax dollars should be spent making people in the citizenry smarter? Well, I mean, I know it's a radical concept. I know it is. I mean, yeah, I do. I do think that. I do think that they should go to build bridges and do all the shit that Donald Trump said he was going to do, but he hasn't done any of it. Instead, I mean, drain the swamp. I don't know if he's, like, filled the swamp with, like, I don't know, swamp creatures from other fucking countries that are unrecognizable because they're so fucking disgusting. I mean, dismantling the EPA from the inside. The guy that runs the EPA is a guy that spent his whole fucking career in the private sector suing the fucking EPA to try to shut it down. Mm. So he, uh, of course, he's not, you know, he's not, he, now he wants to save the fuck planet. No, he doesn't believe in any of that shit. Fucked up world we live in, Rufus. That's why, you know what, we're going to make a special little spot for people that it's a safe place. Here, you know what, from now on, it's the Hypersoft safe space. Safe. Instead what? of half, you know, we're going to, you come here, you're safe, you're protected from everything, because let Rufus and the double D take you in, and then we shall mold your mind into exactly what we want. And you will forget all the things that they have taught you, and we shall program you in our own way. You know, we should. I was thinking the other day, what would it take for people to go to the fucking streets? I'm like, we're not, no one's going to the fucking streets. You know what? Joe Rogan started this thing about people storming Area 51. I wonder if people are going to show up. But if that, okay, okay, if Joe Rogan talking about storming Area 51 can get 500,000 people on the street to do it, then Joe Rogan needs to fucking tell people to march on the fucking Capitol or, you know, I mean, really, this is it, dude. I hate to say this. <laughs> that was you, fuck, and you know what? This song, our song's about fucking standing up, dude. About standing up is a fucking community of people. And showing them who we are. We know what we're not as fucking stupid as you think you've made us. That's what our song is about, Rufus. That's what it's about. It's about us banding together as Americans and remembering why this fucking country was so great. It's because it's built on immigrants. 
people that didn't know each other living fucking next to each other and sharing recipes and fucking ideas about shit and growing hot peppers and putting them in their pockets. You know what I mean? It's like, it's shit like that that makes America great. Dude, we I was fucking... lost it. We fucking lost this. This country is so fucking lost. We're not. We're shameful in the fucking world. We rank low in the world in everything. I mean, honestly, we do. Don't say make America great. Fucking, it ain't, the world ain't about driving fucking Silverado trucks. But we don't. That's what I mean. We're terrible in fucking education and health. Yeah, in health and health care and fucking anything. We're, we're 12 we're like 52nd at fucking life expectancy. Right. We're the greatest, how are we the greatest fucking country on earth? Hey, but we're number one in, in uh, morbid obesity. Coincidence. That's just a coincidence that we're number one <laughs> in morbid obesity and very down on the list in fucking uh, longevity. That's just a coincidence, dude. Don't try to read into that. Let me see. We're the best in being dumb. And fat. The, also the best in being fat. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? We're else we're the best at watching TV and stuff too. Don't forget that. Yeah, that's true. We watch. We like to sit around and watch a lot of other people play sports and stuff like that. That's a that's a big thing. You know what I mean? We like to buy jerseys and say, "Hey, we like to watch people play sports and eat Cheetos while we fucking do it." And don't forget the Mountain Dew. Hey, babe, this is it, dude. It's not about fucking hating America. It's about making America what it could be. I mean, I look at America, and I don't hate it. I say, you know what America could be? America could be a fuck a lot better than this. You know what we should do is make America great again. <laughs> I like that idea. I, I like learned it on my head, right? Did you just come up with that? I did. I did. Dude, and I was like, you know what? My hat's great, but I thought maybe The simple maybe things are just the ones that stick. You know what we need to do then? We need to give our song a three-word title because that's how you get shit to stick. I read that somewhere. Three words is as long as any slogan should be. Huh. Make America great. That's four words, so we, we'll use four words. But what can we call it? You got a little homework, dude. We got some more. We need to write this fucking song. We really do. We're, and, we, I know. Yeah, we can't just, perform it. Okay, nice. that's fine. We can sell this fucking song, dude. And what sucks, though, to me, is I'd like, it almost sounds a little bit like a country song, but no. you know no fucking country guy is going to touch it with a 10-foot pole because he's about fucking Confederate flags and chaw and fucking shit like that. That's not what I got out of it because what I heard, it, it, it like flew under the radar because it really was from the uh, I hate to Can I tell you something? Yeah, because we can hide a lot of this song because you know how I thought of it? You know how Born in the USA – is like it's about it's a fucking anti-Vietnam song, right. right? But people don't even fucking know that they're like born in the USA. I mean, but really, it's like fucking USA sucks, man. That that's what I I got out of it. Yeah, I thought it. That's, I thought that's it was what like, I wanted. I'm in shock. But I didn't think it was like tricky. I thought it was like, look, if this is the vibe I got. Maybe I'm thinking too much. Into no, it. Okay. Like, I, you're exactly right. I was you're like, exactly look, right. we're all trying to get to the same place. Yeah. Yes. We're a, team. You know? we're a team in America. Right. We're supposed yep. to be a team. We were a team for fucking 290 years or whatever before this fucking shit started happening. That's, you know what? I mean, exactly things like happened. they are now probably started in like after FDR and shit like that. You know what I mean? When it, when it wasn't all about money. But I think what happened was like after World War II, is the industrial military complex or the people that made a shitload of fucking money are like, you know what? 
we can really fucking clean house if, oh, yeah. if we just keep this fucking thing alive like this. You know what I mean? And you're talking people that, look, they don't want to pay a guy at McDonald's 15 bucks to fucking flip a hamburger, but McDonald's doesn't exist without that guy flipping that fucking hamburger. Right. And what we're doing is we're paying fucking, we're paying for welfare cause, so that guy can get a fucking food stamp because McDonald's doesn't want to pay him enough to live. But the guy at the top makes fucking $50 million a year. That is insane. That is fucking insane. Right. You can pay every fucking worker. It's like the I mean, Walmart like, people make, what is, I saw that a Walmart, the Walmart family makes more in one minute than all the employees of a store do in a year. See, I don't understand as a human being how you are comfortable with that. Because look, You're I'm not ri- I'm not rich, but I I got more money. I sponsor a kid. Uh, I, with you, dude, I do a lot, dude. I when my this is crazy, dude. Where I live, kids can't afford lunches, and they fucking run up bills at lunchtime, right? And and, and right. I live in a place where there's one percent fucking unemployment, but there's still people that do without, and. The school was throwing out this fucking food and shit, right, in front of these kids. They're like, sorry, you don't have money to get to eat a peanut butter jelly sandwich. But they're throwing out, like, fucking my wife who works was like, they're throwing out 200 bananas a day. Just throw them out. Won't give them out to the kids. They're like, no, we've got to throw them out. And that's how, I mean, that's how government shit is run. But yeah. now in the paper I saw, and this doesn't happen where I live, but somewhere where people who were behind on their kids' lunch accounts, right, and a, a kid lunch is like a buck eighty. They are fucking sending CPS to their house. Ridiculous. Can you fucking imagine? First of all, lunch should fucking be ridiculous. Lunch should I, be fucking free at school. I read. I read. Yeah, lunch should be free for sh- fucking sure. But I read that headline today. That almost, ooh, yeah, dude, almost shut through the roof. Disturbing. Yeah. And these people, unfortunately, they get mired in the system, and the system is just fucking makes your life hell. You get in the system, dude. Mm-hmm. You can forget it. You know what I mean? I got the speeding ticket or the ticket for failure to yield when I was in North Carolina, right? Yeah. And I had to pay it within like fucking five days, right? And I'm on vacation. And they're like, oh, you got to pay by this time, this day, whatever. All right. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll pay it, I guess. No way to fucking pay online, right? Don't accept fucking personal checks. So you got to go to a fucking place, right, get a money order, send it to them by fucking a certain day, which is almost fucking impossible. They purposely make it impossible. Sure. And because they want you to fail. They don't, they want you to be one minute late. Yeah. One day late, because that's enough for them to fucking start really racking up the fucking charges on you. It's like when you get your car towed. <sighs> you, know, you can't get it out in one day, you go and you're, they're like, hey, $442, you know, you've been here 24 hours, you're like, what? Well, if you don't pick it up in the first uh, five hours, you know, according to some agreement that they came up with that you didn't. Right. To, you know, that's, that's just how it goes. You know, and uh, fucking the world is nuts. That's why they need us, Rufus. They don't know it yet, but they need this song, and then they're going to realize that they need us. It, it, they're going to realize that they just don't need everything else. You know, people right. left to their own devices without being influenced by anything. Just want to do what Dude, makes you know them what happy. You in our song? Let's bash uh, reality TV. 
subtly, we won't bash reality TV. About okay. maybe getting out there and living your own life, not living it through the fucking, uh, what would I call this fake window in front of me that's powered, the powered fake window. I, I totally agree with that. Real, reality TV aside, I mean, yeah, just on the screen all the fucking time with Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that. I mean, it's, it's no wonder drug use is down, dude. Unfortunately, people are spending too much time watching shit online. They should be out fucking experimenting with drugs. I mean, I hate to say that. I know it sounds ridiculous, but if you're out smoking a joint or I don't care if you're taking fucking acid. I mean, don't get into hard drugs, but get into something that you're out and you're fucking thinking about something and you're not fucking just watching some shit on the screen, you know, and being like, oh, here I am. And I hate to say it, my daughter is always fucking watching some shit on fucking YouTube or whatever. It, what you're saying makes complete sense, and Facebook and shit knows that. They've right. admitted it, that the positive reaction that people get from seeing, like, something, somebody like their shit or whatever releases endorphins, yeah, it's and they're drug. manipulating that. But there's a, a big difference between sitting in front of, uh, of a screen trying to get people to like you to get a high versus just fucking going out and enjoying reality out there. And people are lost thinking that it's, oh, yeah, okay, this opened up so much more to me. I can see what's happening in fucking Indo-Asia right now. But who fucking cares, man? Because that doesn't even affect you, right? You can't get to it. You can't touch it. You can't really experience it. You can right. watch it, but it's not reality. It's fucking pseudo-reality. There's a market now in trying to make everyone think they can be a celebrity. Oh, yeah. I know. There, there's a YouTube at some camp. level. There's a YouTube camp, I saw. Ugh. And I feel bad because my daughter would like to be a YouTube celebrity. And some of these, I hate to say it, some of the people I see on YouTube that she follows, like this couple of guys, uh, are pretty funny. And, you know, they're not like sickos or anything. But I'm like, hey, they're doing it. You kind of got to give them credit for it. Me too. Guys me too. I met him at Comic-Con. Seemed like pretty nice fucking guy. Yeah, my, kid, my kid's a smart kid. He's funny. Right. I can see him doing it too. He likes Rhett and Link. Rhett and Link are fucking great. Right. I mean, I mean but, but I mean, it's like everybody thinking they could be a fucking basketball star or a fucking a football star or a professional golfer. Right. So few people can do it, and even probably less on that part of it. <clears throat> and it's so not applicable to anything else. Like, if you want to be an astronaut, everything you learn in the past to become an astronaut, anything in that step can get right. you a kick-ass fucking job doing something True. important. If you just want to be a YouTube star, there's nothing you learn in that path where if you don't become a YouTube star, you, got you can it. fall back and be like, right. oh, well, I'll be uh And that is the sad part about professional sports. Because these guys, some of them okay. now, they don't make them go to college. They used to make them go to college or if it's because they wanted, they knew that they're going to get hurt, that they're mm-hmm. going to retire, and a lot of them aren't going to make ridiculous amounts of money, and they're going to need something to do. You sure. know what I mean? You're going to have to fall back on it. But you see these guys now, it's like, oh, I fucking spent two years in the NFL and hurt my knee, and hey, now I fucking can't do anything. And it, when I did go to college, I didn't learn anything. Because they're like, spend more time on fucking football, you know, because we're trying to raise money from the fucking, in the stands yep. here. I mean, it's yep. all, it's just unfair to fucking kids. <sighs> man, oh, man, we're just fucking on the fucking shit tonight. Dude, I got to say that the, the scales tip. As soon as VIP hits, 
I know. Well, it all becomes something totally fucking different. You are so but fucking right. In, in a lot of ways, it becomes something more important, I think. I do, too. I don't – how did the VIP end up like this? Because I don't you're right. We kinda, I think that we – I think, unfortunately, what happens is, and I didn't mean to cut you off, is that we we kind of tame it down for the regular part of the show, right, in, in case somebody calls in or whatever, we got to be ready. But in the VIP, we're just like, let it fucking – it's the VIP. It's the most important yeah. part of the show. It's the VIP. And uh, and we're not afraid just to fucking talk our shit and fucking let it flow. Not to mention, by now you've had a couple more beers. I've had a couple more hits of fucking weed, so we're just looser and we're just letting it flow. It's just just flowing through us. I think that's good. I think that's it. You know, just the beer and the weed. We're just letting it flow. But uh, I mean, we just generally are more serious. Uh, you're still so funny, funny, still witty. But that's not like the uh, we're not front loading everything with. <laughs> you're exactly right. No. Front loading is a very good word for it. But you're definitely right about that. We aren't afraid to explore a little deeper thought in the VIP part of the show. So maybe what we do is we put the VIP first in in the upload, Ooh. and then the back part of the show can be the fill. I don't know. We might need to ease people into it because I think sure. we have good things to say in the VIP. So we might need to ease people into it. I do. Yeah, I think you're right, because I think we do get a little outside the box in the VIP. And we talk about future things coming up. I mean, I'm going to really fucking hone these, some of these uh, verses for this song. We're going to do this. Do it. So I want you to be right Now that my pop partner died, I mean, there's oh. still a chance that's going to happen, but it's not as good a chance as it was before. might happen yeah. on a smaller scale now. But I, I want to fucking do some hypersol shit. I want to make some money being hypersol. Hey, if there's some fucking YouTube guy out there that can do it, we can fucking do it. There's two of us. There's only one of him. And we're me and you, right? Right. Well, we already kind of got an advantage. We do. We really do. We, we do. You know what? Believe to achieve, though, Rufus. You got to believe it if you want to achieve it. I, that was like the one thing I learned from playing Little League was that thing right there. I also learned there's no I in team, but there is a me. I also learned why the fuck can't you hit a ball on a tee? Well, I I wasn't on a tee, really. I, I kept hitting the tee. Oh, you're talking golf-wise? Are you talking about tee ball? I'm talking about tee ball. Oh, I thought you were talking about, well, on golf, you put a ball on a tee, too. Oh, that's right. So you really couldn't hit it off the tee? That's pretty fucking embarrassing, dude. You might want to get your eyes checked. I've never played golf. No, I'm talking about t-ball. Yes, I know you're talking about t-ball. <laughs> oh. I'm saying I've never played golf. Okay. So when when are you going to teach me? You going to play golf in St. Louis? For the oh, of my God. Don't even tempt me. No, because you know what we're going to do in fucking St. Louis, and you better deal with it? We're just going to fucking jam, and that's it. I'll fucking jam. So that's what we're doing. I mean, we're gonna, I'm bringing my computer, dude. We're going to record a fucking song. So I'm bringing, right now, I'm bringing two acoustic guitars. I'm bringing acoustic and electric. Right? I don't think we need two acoustic guitars, do we? I don't think I, we. You know what? I'll just bring two acoustic guitars anyways. And I'm bringing a bass. God damn. Okay. And I'm bringing, I'll bring an electric guitar. And this computer, dude, with GarageBand, and we can fucking record. I, they can't stop us. Dude, honestly, I'm looking forward to a Tenacious D 
Right. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that. That's just to break up the, the recording trip. I'm looking forward to that a lot more. Yeah. Honestly. Most definitely. I mean, that's what, really, that's what, and getting a tattoo. Oh, yeah. So you might want to wrap it. Yeah, I see you. I see you there. Nope. I start fucking laying the groundwork. If I don't come back with a tattoo, my wife might fucking kick me out. <laughs> She'd be like, you are such a fucking pussy. Does she have tattoos? She has one very small tattoo that you would never even see in your face. She's like, you know what? You love Hypersloth? You talked about getting a fucking Hypersloth tattoo for fucking 10 years? Go fucking do it. Yeah, you've got to get a tattoo. My wife has three. And you uh, think she'd be mad though if you get a Hypersloth tattoo? No, she'd be mad if I don't. If you don't get a Hypersloth tattoo? Really? Yeah, I mean, if I puss out, she'd be like, Oh, my yeah, wife would be so disappointed. And I, you know what? I've already thought about pushing out. It's the scary part. Oh, yeah, me too. But yeah, you know what? Today. I got a feeling that seeing the D will get us to that point where, like, fucking take it to the fucking sloth. We're taking it to the streets. We're fucking believing to achieving. Then we have to make sure that we do it after seeing the D. Oh, yes. Most definitely. That's fine by me. I totally okay. think I can get on board with that. Yes. Absolutely. And, dude, since we're going to do a post-D show, yes. we fucking see the D, we get the cat, we do the show. Okay, I agree. Trying to figure out where I'm getting the cat. Is that where you're getting it? Yeah, I got to get it up here. Yeah, well, yeah me too. I'm, I was going to get it on my forearm or my cheek, but I decided... I would love to, as much as I would love to have that little floppy body tattooed up here on my neck. Oh, that fucking tattoo is genius. Whoever came up with that fucking tattoo is genius. It's like his head is the, the head of a little body running his body. I would actually love to have that, like, painted on me and come home to my wife and be like, dude, I think I was a girl in St. Louis and uh, this happened. And you know what's sad is she'd be like, okay, <laughs> that's cool. Okay, now here's here's the deal. Should we do a a dual tattoo? So like I have hyper and you have sloth. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Why don't we do a couple of broken hearts? What do we do? I'm gonna have we thought about it. We get fucking figure out which slothy we want, and we get fucking slothy tattoo with hyper sloth underneath it. We're adapting hyper or slothy as our official hyper sloth mascot. Well, I thought we did that. We did. We did. But now we're we're really committed. Yeah. Just say that. We're committing. Physically committed. I think it works so good for us that I can hardly stand that little guy. He's just so cute. You know what I mean? But he's, he's kind of a lot like how we are. Yeah, he's a little – he looks both into it but dazed. Right. And a little confused. He's, he's hyper he's soft, up. dude. It's the, it's the yin and the yang. He's yes. He's in tune with everything that's going on on one level, and he can get his work done. In a lot of other ways, he's in tune with shit on a whole other level that people aren't even thinking about and don't think they look at Slothy and they're like, he's not thinking about that, but Slothy's like, oh, I know all about that. I've always thought he had that thousand-yard stare, but only because there was shit going on. Definitely. Yes, the wheels are turning in there. He's not some ignorant piece of shit that wants to watch people do sports. Not that I don't enjoy watching sports, because I do. You but do I, did I ever think I was going to be a professional sports person? I was really good at sports. No, I did not. No, I no. did not. I knew better. 
So I fell back onto the next best thing, rock and roll, because no one has ever had a rock and roll dream that was not achieved. No. Anyone who's ever thought it struck out to be in a band has fucking succeeded miraculously, including the guy who you saw at the Mexican restaurant, because he probably did get paid for that gig. Rock and roll saves all. It does. And so many people make it in rock and roll. That's why I taught my daughter, pick up the clarinet, forget about learning the book stuff, because you're fucking on your way to stardom, baby. Yes. Wise advice. Sage advice, if anything. So, are we going to play a little bit of uh, Jeopardy? Just to wrap up, we'll just play one round. One round, and we can wrap up the show. One round, because, uh, well, you know the situation. I always I've taken, I've taken diuretic. Have I been through You were really, really a good co-founder of the world's greatest fucking band ever and radio or and uh, empire, but, empire but there's a but, but you would probably invest in a box of male adult diapers i might or two of some sort there you go i told you about how i used to pee out the side of my house i've thought about dude I, every time i'm in my shop otherwise known as the shed right I, I think about you telling me that because oh man it would be so perfect out there. You've got a drill right there. All you need is a drill and a funnel. you got a fucking urinal. It's that the, fucking simple. The wall is that thin? Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, right. Thank you. Took me when I did it, Rufus. Honest to God. 25 seconds. It's the most. I was, oh. peeing, I was peeing out the hole into the funnel within one minute. The okay. only thing keeping me from doing it is I can just walk out the shed and go around back and Piss on an old lawnmower. But why? But why do that? Damn, you make a good argument. That's 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 really a good point. But you why? have an air conditioner in said shed? I I do, yeah. So you want to walk out into the hot weather to pee on a rusted where you could get stung by a bee. Maybe you get stung by a bee. Maybe you walk through a cobweb. Maybe you cut your foot on a rusty nail. But you know where you don't do all those things? Pissing out a fucking funnel that you're to your wall to put in to pee on the outside. It's like a, it's a fucking cave urinal. It's a caveman's first urinal. All right. You've sold it. You've sold it. Your, your points are valid. If you don't to... do it, we're done. We're done here. There is no fucking I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it for sure. I love your, your life hacks. I'll subscribe what are we, to what are we thinking of for the name for this song, Rufus? Fabric of the flag. Could we even be that simple? No. We are Americans. Because that's kind of how it is. Kind of how the song is. We're all about Americans, but we're all on the same team here. Fuck, the whole earth is on the same team. What, I mean, what are you going to do? That was what I was telling you about that Apollo thing that I watched earlier today. The guy looked down and said, it's that famous shot of earth, right? Oh, yeah. During Apollo, where it's like half the earth you can see, the other half is dark. A little sliver of the fucking moon in between. Uh, the flat earthers love that fucking picture, I'm sure, because it kind of shows that the earth is not flat. But um, And he's like, you know what? You look at that picture and you think, what are we doing? This, they're interviewing these guys now, right? Some of them are still alive. He's like, you look at the picture and go, what the fuck are we thinking on this world? You sh- when anybody looks at that picture, they should realize, right. we're all on the same fucking team here. We got one rock to fucking live on, yeah. and we're fucking it up, and we're fighting over fucking stupid shit, and we consider ourselves so much fucking smarter than the way it used to be. You know what I mean? And we're just not. We just haven't learned anything. I don't know. In a 10,000 years of fucking civilization, we haven't learned one fucking thing. I don't know. 
dude. I I I think the same. Every time I see a picture of Earth from space, I'm like, what the? What? It's depressing yeah. to me. It's us against the whole fucking galaxy universe. We don't even know of anything else out there, and here we are squabbling on our little Earth, going, uh, we can't even get along here. But let's make sure that we try to find other civilizations. I hope they do storm Area 51. I really do. They won't. It's a uh, joke. But what if they do? Can, this is my question to you. Will they fucking start shooting in the crowds and shit to stop people? I've thought about that. I don't know. They probably would. They would, and, and Trump would love that. I know that Trump wants fucking martial law in this country, dude. He wants to. He even said it. We have the best military. We'll fucking stop any uprising in this fucking Country. First of all, I don't think that whole storming Area 51 thing is going to happen. But two, if it did, yes, we'll know by this time next week. I, I think whatever they have that's important is that so is highly fucking. It, it's so highly secured that you can storm the surface of right. Area yeah. 51. Here's the deal. You're not going to get down through. Area the 51 is the red herring. There's probably like an Area 52. Somewhere that we don't even know about, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, right. all the shit's in Area 52 anyway, so let them have Area 51, and we'll put it with a bunch of fucking bullshit in there that makes them think they found something, but they didn't. Par for the course. But what would happen if we did find out that there was fucking intelligent life and it's visited us? And I believe that it has, and you believe that it has, but some people don't believe that it has. Well, how would, what would those people think? What makes me wonder about intelligent life visiting us is how can the government hide it? Because if the intelligent life I got is you. able to do point. that, good point. Then why then, would they? Why would they, they circumvent the government? Right? Are they working with the government? Of course they are. Or you know what the fuck's going on? I don't know. Anyway, if aliens did not exist. It would be necessary to invent them. Right. That's a line from E.G. Ryder, except I replaced the word alien, or the word God, with alien. Uh, pretty deep thought, though, nonetheless. It, it is a deep thought, but it's pretty much one and the same. It is. Circles. Ooh, wow. Damn, dude. See, I like getting on with you, Rufus, because you get way deep and freaky. <laughs> I like deep. That's what she said. Uh, and I knew that was coming deep and freaky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff. Dude, I got some of these. I've got, look, I just want you to see this. I'm not going to read them out now because I'm a little self conscious about my lyrics if you can't tell. You shouldn't be. I mean, you're going to have to hear them eventually. When it, these are, let's call these scratch lyrics, right? Okay. I need your help to hone them, but look, I got one page. God damn. Two pages. Three pages. A spoken word part? What, that's four pages? Here's the spoken word part. A spoken word part? Damn. Yeah, and then one last verse. So what, I got seven pages of verses that can be whittled down, obviously, but we're doing this, dude. We're, I didn't come up with that hook. For no, you want to hear that again? Let's hear this again. This is one part. Ready? Play. Oh, no, I don't even remember the song. Ah. 
Chicago. London. All right. So, uh, Alexa, play Jeopardy. One game. I'm busting at the seams here. I can see you rocking back and forth. Um, Thanks, Johnny. I'm oh, sure, brother. I'm feeling it. I'm so many stones in my kidneys and my bladder. We still enjoy Paul's clues every weekday, but now we're also providing uh-huh. more clues on weekends with Team Jeopardy on Saturday and Sports Jeopardy on Sunday. Team Jeopardy on Saturday. Oh, I heard a rock. Team Jeopardy. Yes. What did you drink in the hot sauce? Good God. You're insane. This was first lady was featured on the 1902 Who was Sacagawea? Who was Martha Washington? No, the correct response was who is Martha Washington. The second Jeopardy category is Six elements once known as inert gases are now known by this aristocratic name. Repeat the question. Begin the category of science. Six elements once known as inert gases are now known by this aristocratic name. What are noble gases? Yep. Please respond in the form of a question starting with phrases like, who's or what is. What are noble gases? Good job. Our third Jeopardy category is word origin. Latin for within the wall. It refers to athletic contests among students within a school. What are intramurals? What? The correct response was what is intramural. The fourth Jeopardy category is alphabetically first. Of the list of items in the tree, namely one that comes first alphabetically, a snow white seven dwarf. It was Dopey? As a Jeopardy subscriber, you get to play Team Jeopardy with Keith Major Family every Saturday. Would you like to resume the Jeopardy game now? Yes. Let's get back to where you left off. Our fourth Jeopardy category is alphabetically first. Of the list of items in the three, mainly one that comes first alphabetically, a Snow White Seven Dwarf. Who is Bashful? Yes, that's correct. The fifth Jeopardy category is theme park fun. Not scary fun turns into not scary fun, mainly during this month. What is October? Excellent. Your sixth category is let's go shopping. First off, I need a pair of this brand Chuck Taylor All-Star sneakers. What is Converse? Good job. Your seventh category is I wrote that. Name the author of the book listed, Misery, Inspiration, and the Green Mile. Who was Stephen King? Yes, that's correct. The eighth separate category is you get an F. The response will be with the letter F. First Corinthians 13 says, now abide say, hope and charity. What is faith? Yes, that's it. The ninth Jeopardy category is bodies and water. This ocean is connected to the Atlantic through the Norwegian Sea. Repeat. Within the category is bodies of water, 
This ocean is connected to the Atlantic through the Norwegian Sea. What is the Indian Ocean? Sorry, the correct response is what is the Arctic Ocean? In the sushi bar, you will likely be offered some pickled dish, so you can cleanse your palate between by. What is kimchi? Correct. Our 11th Jeopardy category is aimed at America. This state celebrates July 24th, the day of Brigham Young's arrival, as Pioneer Day. What is Utah? You're right. The 12th category is sports terms. Name the sport that the terms are used in. Bunker, wedge, caddy. What is golf? Excellent. Let's see how you did. How'd you get that one? You scored 9 of 12. Not bad for your very first game. 65% of players also scored the same as you today. Come back tomorrow for more Jeopardy Clues. Thank you, Alex. All right, Rufus. So we got 9 out of 12. Not bad. Not, Not bad. too bad. Not too bad. No, you know what? We got 10 out of 12 because I entered in her murals right, and she said it was off. That is fucked up. I mean, come on. That probably would have put us in the top probably 25%, I bet. Easily. 25%. Easily. mundo. Agreed mundo, Nice. Well, this is the double D otherwise known as zigzag, so get used to it because we're writing a rocking song going to change this fucking country and make a difference about what's going on in the world. Right, Rufus? Yes, indeed. Should we make it rocking or more folksy? It's a little bit of both, I like. It is a little bit of both. I think so, yeah. I think it, I mean, it's got to have that folk element, though, you know what? Because this it's is down in the trenches kind of fucking song. Whatever. This is something... You can you can play it in fucking uh, a giant amphitheater, right? Like Red Rocks, and it sounds good. Yeah. Or you know what? If a guy wants to busk it, it's a fucking bus station in Decatur, Michigan. He can fucking do it there too, and it'll still fucking people will still get it. Decatur, Michigan. Look at you calling out the locales. That's right, people in Decatur. Remember your double D. Hit the uh, don't forget to hit the McDonald's in, in Decatur. They got really fucking nice hot fries all the time. <laughs> All right, well, it's the Double D saying, hey, thanks for listening to episode 327, especially the VIP part of the show where we really rocked it tonight. Absolutely. Things get really deep and intricate. They do. The 